Welcome to the Heme Consult Podcast, a weekly inspiration infusion for women of color and hematology. Dear woman of color and hematology, Heme Consults is your personal space to rest, recharge, and renew your spirit with a weekly infusion of inspiration from hematologist Dr. Toyasi Anwemena. Every Sunday, Dr. Anwemena will remind you that you are a superstar and have everything you need to succeed in your incredible career as a hematologist. Welcome to the Hematology Sisterhood that will transform your world. Welcome to the Heme Consults Podcast. I'm your host, Tayothi Anwemena, and it is an absolute pleasure to be talking with you today. I'm super excited to be bringing you this episode, and I'm talking about starting with purpose, starting with purpose. And I want to tell you that today's episode has its theme in Job chapter 42, verse two, and it talks about the importance of starting with purpose. Before I get started, I just want to say a woman of color hematology that there is something deep inside you that is so beautiful and so amazing. It's so powerful. It's so great. And it's got to come out. It cannot sit inside you because the world is waiting for the solution to problems that you bring. The world is waiting to get a new perspective. And that is the perspective that you bring. You are waiting to discover who you are becoming. You are waiting to enjoy the fruits of, of the person that you are just blossoming into. And so I want to invite you, don't let it stay hidden. Don't let it just, you know, stay in there without coming out, without coming out to bless people. I invite you to reach deep inside. Do whatever it takes to bring out the dream inside of you. Do whatever it takes to, to just birth it, <laughs> to use birthing terminology. Do whatever it takes to realize everything you ever came to be because you're not going to be fulfilled without it. And the rest of the world suffers as they wait for problems to be solved, which cannot be solved until you become everything you must be. So I just want to invite you to take a step of faith and have courage. Do something different. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I'm talking today about starting with purpose and I want to share Going back to when I first started in my academic career as a faculty member, I just did whatever I was told. Actually, I wasn't even always good at that either, but I just I just didn't have direction. And it was like, okay, well, you need to get funding so that you can support yourselves. Okay, well, I went after grants. And then it was that, well, you also need to be well-known. And so you need to join committees. And so I went after whatever committees were available. And then they said, well, you know, you also need leadership positions. And so I started looking for a leadership position. So whatever they said, that's what I was doing. And to be honest, I was kind of all over the place because I was just following all the things that were recommended. And holy cow, there were so many things that are recommended. There was, there was a ton of things. There's, there's so much. And, oh, that's from the perspective of even career building. But then there's a perspective of the clinical, like, oh, wait a minute, notes and your charts need to be closed within 24 hours of the encounter. Oh, and you should make sure you call all the patients before the day is over. And, oh, yeah, prior authorizations need to be completed within 24 hours of receipt. There are so many obligations. 
so many things that people kept asking me to do. And I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. <laughs> I was overwhelmed and I was miserable because you cannot, I mean, it's, it's like, it's been on a hamster wheel. There is no destination. There is no end point. And you keep going harder and faster. And you're like, okay, the harder I go, I'm going to get there. The faster I go, I'm going to get there. And you just don't. You never get there because there is no destination. It took me a long time to break out of that ugly cycle, but not before I accumulated a couple of hurts, not before I accumulated a lot of pain and suffering and distress and feeling out of alignment with myself. And I did get to the place that we call burnout, where I was like, what is the point of this career? What is the point of what I'm doing? There is no win. No matter what I win, the goalpost continues to move. No matter what I do, it's not satisfactory. I would sit in front of my division chief and I would sit in front of my mentor and they would say, yeah, this is what you did. And these are the things you still need to do. Oh, wow. You published three papers. Well, you need four. Well, okay. So you got four this year. Well, well what about the original research? There is always something short. And so as long as I was allowing all of these external circumstances to guide the way I showed up, I was frazzled, I was distressed, I was burned out. And, you know, it took a while. And I have to tell you, like I always tell you, coaching was part of the solution. But it took me a while to get to a place where I decided I no longer want to live this way. I want to be successful. I want to be accomplished, but I don't want this brand of success. I don't want this brand of accomplishment that leaves me feeling hollow, that leaves me feeling empty, that leaves me feeling dissatisfied. I wanted something different. And if you want something different, as I wanted something different, you've got to think about doing things differently. And so that was the opportunity I had. And coaching was one of the first things that I did that really helped me redefine my experience. I started to live differently. I started to live, first of all, based on purpose. Okay, what does that mean? People say purpose all the time. And I'm not telling, I'm not here to tell you the definition of purpose. I'm not even here to redefine purpose for you, but I just want to speak to it as I'm thinking about it right now so you understand where I'm starting from. When I'm talking about purpose, I'm talking about the thing that drives you. I'm talking about the thing that you know you came to do. For some of us, it's not even explicit. It's like, I'm not even sure what my purpose is, but you know. You know the causes you care about. You know the acts of injustice that really get to you. There are so many acts of injustice throughout the world, but there are things that really get to you. And many of them are close to home. Many of them stem back to maybe your childhood, some of them may stem back to when you were in medical school. Some of them are right now active in your clinical practice, whether as a trainee or whether as a faculty member or even as someone who is practicing. You know the things that bother you. And in the things that bother you lie the things that really matter to you. And so I'm speaking about purpose as the driving director of your life the thing that you most, the problem you most want to solve, the challenges you think are the most important. And I want to invite you, I want to invite you and I'll share with you three reasons why I think it's important for you to start first with purpose. Number one, 
You are here because of you. <laughs> now, some people would argue with that. They would say you're here because of God. Some people would say you're here because of the universe. And I would say you're here because of you. You're here because you have something unique that you came to contribute and except you contribute it, it doesn't come forth. The thing you have begins with you, ends with you, dies with you. It goes with you. And unless you establish it, unless you bring it forth, it will never come to be. And the reason I say that you are here because of you is because you know what? If you don't produce it, the rest of us will never know that it wasn't produced. Your maker will know that it wasn't produced. The rest of us will never know. The one person who will feel the deficit acutely is you. And honestly, as you know, if we talk about the purpose being greater than you, yeah, the one who made you, as you, as you, as you, as you think about that, really would be upset that you didn't fulfill everything you were supposed to. But honestly, there will always be another option for it, for for him. Always, always be another option. There will always be someone else who will step into it if you don't step into it. And so that's why I say you are here for you. Because if you don't accomplish it, you will know that something is missing. You may already be feeling it. You may already be feeling the feeling of, I'm not settled. I just like, I, I feel like I'm settling. I feel like I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not fulfilling everything I can. It, it feels, it feels like a burning hole inside you. If you've ever experienced it, and maybe you haven't, but it feels like, is this it? Like, is this all I'm doing? You're checking the boxes. You're still feeling like you come up short every time. You're doing all the things. People are praising you. They're saying you're amazing. But you feel like you come up short every time because you know that there is more. Because you know that the thing that drives you is not satisfied. And I want to invite you. <laughs> I invite you to step into it. And the reason I'm inviting you to step into it is because if you are not walking in your purpose, if you are not satisfying the thing that drives you, you don't feel good. You don't. You're successful. People think you're amazing. You have a big house, maybe three cars, maybe maybe seven grants and, and, and 300 papers that you feel like something is missing. And people are like, oh no, you've accomplished everything. You should be happy. And you know, you know that there is more. And so the first thing I want to share with you is that the reason you need to pursue purpose is because you are here for you. And if you do not accomplish that thing that you came for, you're going to be empty. You're going to be disappointed. And no matter how beautiful and colorful your life, you're going to feel like something is short. The second thing I want to share with you and the reason why I want you to walk in purpose is because you have only one life, only one life on earth. And in, 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 you know, I believe, I believe that there is, there is more to life in the, after this life. I do. But I'm just saying in this space in which we are, there is only one experience that you're having. You're living it right now. And honestly, not to be morbid, but the time is running down on that experience. The time is running down on that experience. Maybe you're in your thirties right now. Maybe you're even in your twenties. You're like, I'm super young. You were 20 years further from where you started and closer to where it all ends. 
And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to live the life somebody else wants you to live when you are the one whose clock is ticking and running down. I do want to say that again. It does not make sense for you to live somebody else's life, to live somebody else's experience, to live somebody else's expectations when it is your clock that is ticking down. And the reality of our lives, especially for those of us who've been in medicine for a long time, is that for the longest time, we've been doing the things that other people have said we needed to do to succeed. We, we, we took all the exams. We got great grades. We did all the shadowing and we did the research. We got into med school and then we did all the classes. We studied, we took exams, we we, we took boards and then we got into residency and then we did all this, all these rotations. We took all these competencies. We did all these procedures. We signed off on them so that people could say, good for you. You get the certificate. And I have to tell you that the time has to come to an end where other external things drive what you do because it is your life. It is your clock that's ticking down. And at the end of it, you will stand by yourself as it all ends. <laughs> Again, this is not to be morbid, but this is just to say that what is at stake is so big and you are the one who gets to, who gets to at the end, decide whether it was all worth it or not. And therefore, no matter how amazing the mentor, no matter how big the division chief, no matter how noble many Nobel Prizes they've won, they will not be there with you at the end when you look back on your life and see whether or not it was worth it, whether or not you did everything you came to do. And so one of the other reasons that you must fulfill purpose is because this is your one life. And if you do not accomplish purpose, you are the only one who loses big. The rest of us lose, but we're, we're in the dark. We don't even know how much sweeter life could have been if you owned everything that you were. We have no idea. But you, you are the one who looks back and says, I know it could have been more. I know there could have been so much more. And so I invite you to think differently about your experience and think about how you're going to shape it. A third thing I want to share with you, and I want to invite you to do, is to think differently. The way you've lived your life up until now is what has gotten you to where you are. And this is not to blame you for whatever circumstances you're in right now, but to invite you to accept full ownership for who you are, to invite you not to say it was racism, to invite you not to say it was sexism, to invite you not to say it was, it was discrimination. I want to bet you all those things are at play, but to invite you to say, no matter what, I take ownership for my experience. Because in doing that, you're not accepting the blame, so to speak, but what you are doing is you are saying, I choose to now be the driver of my experience. And that means you're going to do things differently from the way you've done them before. I am the driver of my experience. And because of that, you're going to do things differently from the way you've done them before. You may be at a place in your life where I'm like, well, everybody else is in charge of me. I'm the medical student. I just go where they tell me. Or maybe you're like, oh, I'm a resident. I just go according to the schedule. Or you're like, I'm a fellow. When the attending calls, I show up. But if you want to really think about it, the reality is even though there's a structure and there are hierarchy and rules that you adhere to, you are still creating your experience in the way you interact with the attending. You're still creating your own experience in the way you interact with the system. 
you're still creating your system in the way you your your, your, your experience in the way you interact with life period you are in charge and if you have an experience that you hate you are in charge if you have an experience that you cannot stand you are in charge and this is not to bring judgment this is not to bring condemnation but to tell you that the only person who will change your experience is you and so if you want something different from what you have now you've got to got to do things differently you've got to do things differently how did this play out for me i started coaching and again i say that not because i'm trying to you know invite you to to be coached by me I want you to be, I clearly do want you to be, because I think I have something that will benefit you. But what I'm saying is that coaching is a powerful tool to help you bring out the best in yourself. You are an amazing player. You are a top-notch player. There are a lot of things that are distracting you and keeping you from being the best that you can be from playing at the top of your game. And if people who are the best of the best in sports, in athletics, in, 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 you know, throughout the industry, throughout the world, have coaches that help them achieve their best, if Venus Williams, Serena Williams, if they still have coaches, even though they're like the top players, then, then you could benefit too. And you are no less a phenomenal player. I mean, okay, it's not tennis. We're, we're talking about academic medicine here but you are no less an A player than they are. And if they've had the best of the best in coaching, you absolutely should too, because you deserve it. But you may be saying, oh, well, no one's going to pay for it. Um, let's think about that again. Let's think about not saying no one's going to pay for it, but to say, how are you going to pay for an experience that transforms your life forever? But I'm not here to be on the soapbox about coaching. I'm here to be on the soapbox about you and about how you change your experience, how you decide that you're not going to continue to live this way anymore. And I just, I don't know, I feel so strongly the importance of just encouraging you that it's up to you. It is up to you. It doesn't matter what stage or phase of life you are in. It is up to you to change your experience. And I know that there are real challenges. I am not minimizing any of them. But I'm saying until you decide to interact differently, things will not change. They'll stay the same. And you will remain in the feeling of being unfulfilled, a feeling as if you there's no meaning to the work you do, a feeling as if you have so much and yet you've accomplished things that are not meaningful to you. Until you say so, until you say so, everything stays the same. So I started out with this feeling of like something needed to change. And I engaged a coach and I still work with this coach to this day. Her name is Judith Holder. She's amazing. And as much as she is amazing, I'm amazing. And one of the gifts she gave me was to help to bring out the best in me that was already present before I met her, but somehow was kind of spread apart and spread out all over and energy given to other people. So I couldn't show up as the best me. And so that was the first step that I took. The second step that I took was to do the work. You know, it's hard work changing your experience. It's hard work being different or living differently from how you've always lived. The way you live, the way I lived, 
was because it was working for me. It had worked up until a certain point. It had given me amazing results. And for me to now decide I was going to do things differently, wow, what a lot of work had to go into it. It took me showing up. It took me creating space for it. It took me doing the work, the hard work of thinking and reflecting and pushing pushing past my beliefs that actually were holding me back. Even if they used to inspire me and move me forward before, they were now holding me back. And wow, what a lot of work. What a lot of work. And then the third thing I had to do was to embrace the discomfort of it all. This work is hard, y'all. And it's uncomfortable. Pushing past who you are right now, the person you've always enjoyed being, and reaching for more is uncomfortable. People will look at you and say, what are you doing? Why do you want to be more? Why do you want to reach for more than you already have? You already have so much. And people you love will tell you that it's enough. You, you've done enough. This is enough. You don't need more. It's uncomfortable. And you know what? Whenever they like push back against your change, it really, really touches you because you also are not sure that this is change you want for yourself. And so this is hard work for you. And when they push back, you're like, oh, I'm not even sure I want this. It's uncomfortable. You embrace discomfort because the you that is on the other side of that discomfort is so much better, so much greater, so much more important. It is so, so, so important that you get there. And so I want to invite you to three things as I like to invite you to three things. The first thing I want to invite you to do is to ask yourself, is this it? Is this, is this what you came to do, what you're doing right now? Are you living fully in the thing you came to do? Are you satisfied? I want you to search yourself and ask yourself the question, am I satisfied with where I am today? And if the answer to that question is yes, yes, I am satisfied, good for you. I want you to embrace dissatisfaction because there's more. But if the answer to that question is, no, I'm not satisfied, I want you to think, how can I push for more? So whether your answer is yes or it's no, I am inviting you to push for more. The second thing I want to invite you to do is to ask who will help me get there? Who will help me get there? And yes, in that I'm saying, is there a coach you can work with? Please come work with me. But is there someone you can work with who can help you get there? Or if not a coach, is there a community you can be part of where people are pushing for more like you want to push for more? I'm inviting you to reach out for the help you need. Don't try to do this alone. Life has never been able to be successful by yourself. You didn't come into life by yourself. You didn't make it through childhood by yourself. And therefore, to think that you are at a place in your life now where you can do it by yourself is not real. It's not real. It doesn't work. It can't happen. You absolutely, absolutely need a community of people to come alongside you and help you succeed. For some of us, we've been waiting for the one mentor that leads us to success. Life has never depended on only one person. It has always depended on a community of people. You would not have survived to adulthood if you did not have a community behind you. And you may be like, well, my mom was a single mom, therefore only one person helped me through. Mm -mm. Your mom was surrounded by community. 
She was surrounded by a community of people who supported her at work so that she could pay the bills so that she could support you financially. And whenever childcare was needed, maybe she didn't have family around her, but she, she had a, a childcare community that she took you to that you were able to succeed. I'm saying when you look at your life, you never made it alone. Don't. Don't try to do it now. Don't try to say, I can do this by myself because you cannot. Nobody can do it by, your, by themselves. It is always about community. So I invite you to look for what you need. Look for the people. It's not things, it's people. I want you to embrace the help that you need. And the third thing I want to invite you to do is to embrace discomfort. It's going to be so uncomfortable. Reaching for everything that you can is going to be so uncomfortable but it's going to be absolutely worth it. And it's totally, totally worth the investment. I invite you, I invite you today to reach for everything you can be, to walk in purpose because it will fulfill all your dreams. It will satisfy you. It will bless the world. And when you go to the place where your time is running out, when you go to your deathbed, it will be awesome and glorious. Because you'll look back and say, I regret nothing. I reached for everything. I accomplished everything I was supposed to. It will be so awesome. <laughs> and I invite you. I invite you to prepare well for that space. Because it's coming. And you're going to be ready for it. Yes, you are. I want to thank you so much for listening today. You know, I want to invite you. And I'm going to put it in the show notes my information to book an appointment with me if you are looking to work with a coach. And you know what? I will just tell you that if you're like, I'm not sure I fit in the group of people that she could coach, I want to invite you to just book an appointment with me anyway, because then we have a conversation and we figure out whether it works or not and, and how we move forward. But I just do want to tell you that I want to come alongside with you on your journey. I want to encourage you and support you and I, I hope that, I hope you feel the same way too. And even if you don't, I'd love to meet you. I'd love to talk to you, hear about the things that you're doing and how you're moving forward in life and how you're going to fulfill all your purpose because it's going to be super exciting. All right, please share this episode in one person. Somebody else needs to be blessed and benefited just as you have been. Don't keep it all to yourself. Share it with someone for sure. All right, it's been a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for rating us five stars. Thank you for everything you do to support this work as it moves forward. All right. I will look forward to seeing you again, a woman of color in hematology, the next time.